Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, everybody, and welcome to The Bachelorette Rehab Up. I'm Amy, here as always with the lovely Haley Strong. Haley, how are you doing tonight? Amy, I am ready to set a world record of world's shortest podcast. (laughs) All right. I was going to say world's longest podcast, but like you and I do not have the attention span to sit here for more than I'd say even 90 minutes conservatively. Never mind like six, seven, eight, ten hours. Yeah, I feel like they didn't give us enough content to sort of match the length of the episode last No, night. no, no. Like Two this was ago, technically this was an aggressively boring episode. And <laughs> I think that's like I think that's a sin for it being the second episode of the season. And I think this is a trend that I am not on board with, with the second episode being so freaking boring because it's like you're gonna lose so much of your audience mm-hmm. if that second episode is boring. Right. We already hear people complain kind of about the premiere. Um, Obviously not complaining about our wonderful, we boosted it by having that. Yeah, no, people are thrilled. We've gotten, yeah, we've gotten a lot of, I've had a lot of people say like, oh, like that, like she is great. Please have her on every, every season. Definitely. We will do our best. Um, And yeah, I agree. I think charity's not boring. You know, there's guys that aren't boring on this season. So there were moments that I liked, but it was more like these little like slices of like, oh, we see their personality, but 
overall, there wasn't like some big hook to this episode. Well, no, you know what the big hook was? We've we've done it before. Like this whole episode was like throwback. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, we've done dodgeball dates. Here's all the times we've done dodgeball. Here's all the time we've done kissing. And you know, what? I don't <laughs> think they said like, oh, here's all the time we did the Hollywood sign. But our good friend Susanna from Bachelor Data had a really interesting um, post about it. Did you see it? I did see that. That definitely caught my eye because I the two other men that were on the date share an interesting stat. Yeah. So the Hollywood sign date, Bachelorette Trends, uh, we had Frank in season six who uh, quit at third place. And then we had Brooks in season nine who quit at third place. <laughs> right. And they also were not just quit at third place, but from the edit, at least that we could see, those were the like the guy for the lead. Like Allie was so into Frank. Desiree was so into Brooks. So do you see this playing out with Aaron? I don't think so, but I think it would be hilarious (laughs) in like a, in like a, a, a cruel way. It would be like, all right, that is funny. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe there's some, so like with Frank, there was speculation that he had a girlfriend back home and was maybe like just doing this to sort of like a Greg Grippo in a way. Like there was sort of like, is he here to be an actor or like mm-hmm. just have the experience, have the exposure? Um, was there like, uh, oh, I didn't think I'd make it this far. I have to bow out kind of thing. Could it be that Aaron is maybe a wrong reasons type of person? Did we get that vibe from him? I mean, he's our beloved, like everybody wanted him for the first draft pick. So I don't know if I jumped that far, but he did use a fake coin. Which I called. I mean, I want, I know it's not like a Oracle thing to have been like, okay, obviously that's a two-headed coin, but he used it again. He pulled it out again and I rolled my eyes and then he was like, I got something to tell you. It's a two-headed coin. And she was like, oh, oh. And I I would have been like, but maybe I'm petty, but I'd be like, dude has been lying to me. He thinks <laughs> I'm an idiot. Like I'm, I got, I had the ick. I got the ick from that. Yeah. I definitely got the ick when he, I think it was just back at the house when Jesse comes in and he's still like holding it. Like after he got his the date card, like, Oh, I'm going to thank the like lucky penny for this or lucky quarter. Like, okay, that's a night one gimmick. It needs to die. <laughs> so at least he revealed it. I mean, I guess, but I'm still annoyed. Do you think the show should have leaned into the whole, um, oh, we've done this before. We're going back to classic dates. Would that have made this at least a little more of a common thread? Because I totally forgot that they had done the Hollywood sign. But maybe if they had shown clips, I would have been like, oh, they're kind of revisiting the classics here. I mean, like theoretically, but it just feels lazy to me. Mm hmm. Or low budge. <laughs> yeah, it's like we're not in the COVID seasons anymore. Like we don't need to do the low budge things. Like let's let's get some new ideas. It's LA. Like you're telling me they've they've used up every LA date idea humanly possible. Right. Yeah, it is a little lazy. Um did did you hear the rumor that they're not doing international travel this season or at least not till like way at the end? No, I haven't. Yeah. So I don't know if it's true or not, but I heard a rumor that, I mean, it looks like they go somewhere tropical. Yeah. Um, in the finale or final I'm guess- three. I, I'm putting my money on French Polynesia for that finale. Ooh, I would like Like that. a Tahiti or something like that. Yeah. So I wonder if it'll be kind of, 
isn't that what Bachelor Canada does is stay within Canada for the most of it? Um, I'm going to be honest. I don't think so. I I remember at least the first season of Bachelor Canada, they did something really interesting, which was that they would do like international dates where only certain people got to go. Like, I remember they did like a group date in Mexico, but like only half the group got to go. Um, Their two on one date was in Paris. Um, Can you imagine the jealousy if they did that? I would be seething you guys get to stay back in cleveland but a couple and people are going to yeah montreal I'd be pissed cleveland. off if i didn't get to go to estonia i'll tell you that for free <laughs> um yeah but i don't remember i can't i can't remember the other seasons to be honest with you and how those run but i i i, okay. I, I remember that first season being like interesting in the way they traveled um yeah like i guess yeah i think i was trying to like figure out in the preview like okay, where are we going? Because you and I love that aspect. And I feel like I really didn't like get much except for that finale. So I guess that would make sense if they didn't do a lot of international travel, but that would make me sad. Like, why yeah. would you, why do you think they would cut that out? Because Zach got COVID. Oh, that's probably the obvious reason. Like, do you think why? Or that's why? Yeah, that could be, that's probably why, because that, that um, Zoom rose ceremony just was not it. So... I guess if they're playing it cautious here. Yeah, that could make sense. Because even yeah. if like they did get COVID way at the end, maybe they could at least just sort of pause it for a bit. Like it would be easier to sort of halt production. But if you're, you've got these travel destinations that you have to get to the next one. Well, and you really... have like contracts to fulfill too, right? Yeah. And I think like hotels being booked and not having space after that. So yeah, that, that makes sense. We hope they're not just robbing charity of the experience for no reason. Yeah. And then that makes me think they should almost go back to like the cruise line because I thought that Mm -hmm. was like a pretty effective way of doing travel while still like keeping things pretty contained. And you could easily do like a Caribbean cruise. You could do like a like a Baltic cruise. There's lots of lots of cruise options here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it seems like the weather in L.A. right now is not the best. You know, we see at the end, instead of a typical pool party, it's a oh, backyard barbecue. You know, the seasonal, seasonality of it is not sort of what I think they would want. So it's kind of that, to be staying there. That did make me laugh when Jesse was like, guys, I have bad news. Like, <laughs> Charity has canceled the cocktail party. And I was like, we're doing a pool party. And he's like, we're doing a backyard barbecue. And I was like, OK, <laughs> you did throw me for a loop on that one. I'll give you yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also like the Jesse moment early in the episode when he started greeting the guys and he starts ribbing Brayden for his get up the way he's dressed like oh it looks like you just got the first impression rose and you're saying F it so I feel like we wouldn't see that or that you know the former host wouldn't Maybe he would do that and they maybe it would show up in a blooper or something. But the fact that they're showing yeah. those kind of moments, it gives it a little more personality. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Sure. Braden's style is absolutely ridiculous. Uh-huh. But I love it. Like, it's so really? unique. Well, this guy's just like wearing like <laughs> scarves and statement earrings. And he like is ha- like, it doesn't even occur to him not to. Like, I love it. Yeah. Like, like he's wearing these big, huge earrings that you would get from Claire's in 2013. Like I have to be <laughs> behind this. And- <laughs> yeah, like he's—it's he, like 
it's like he just found pictures of Kesha from like <laughs> when I was in university. And he's like, that's what I want to look at. Like we are soon going to see the feathers and the hair from him. Like we have those mm-hmm. giant scars. Like he's bringing back hey. the scarf. We talked about that with Ethan. Like what is going to be the new statement? Um, signature fashion piece i don't think the other guys are going to pick up on this trend but i have another proposal what i think is sort of the common fashion item i've seen so far um i think it's the shacket i saw a lot of jackets but that's not anything really bold you know they're not doing anything really different so i i see what you mean the one thing with brayden though it gives me like there was like that pickup artist guy way back when Mm. and one of his things was like wear something kind of like a ridiculous hat or something that's going to make you, like women like come up to you and so I'm like just sure. wondering if there's like shades of that in there so that's fair I was like optimistically le- leaning towards like Nate during last season wearing a pearl necklace strand you know what I mean mm. like like manly men wearing really feminine jewelry I find is interesting I like it I yeah. I don't know if you're intrigued I'm intrigued. Like I appreciate like the boldness and I, yeah, like maybe he's just doing it for attention, but it's working. He's getting attention. Like, yeah. do you think his glasses are real glasses? Ooh, I, yeah, I didn't doubt it. Cause they're, they're again, like not like so like flashy or whatever, but I don't know. Could all be, could all be an act. I love that. They're always slightly crooked too, because <laughs> after a couple of years in my glasses they're always slightly crooked too because I always lay down watching tv on the side and so I just like mess them up mine are always like sort of I always put them up like as if they're sunglasses you know <laughs> so like yeah out of shape then I'm like <laughs> nodding looking downward and they just fall off my face eventually oh <laughs> uh, see I can't like have them touch my hair because it makes me mm like sick to my stomach if my glasses are even like slightly dirty or foggy like it's making okay. my eyes water right now even thinking about it <laughs> I'm not even wearing my glasses uh bring back our Warby Parker sponsorship oh my god <laughs> what a, what a throwback uh, those are the days that was, that was that was like the a dream come true for us I know <laughs> all right so getting back to this one-on-one so um, Aaron is the one to get that first one-on-one. There was a cute moment with Charity where she's just in an ITM talking about him and she says, he makes me feel like I'm the only woman in the room. And then she just laughs. Well, technically I am. And I had sort of said mm-hmm. that right before she said that. And I love that they kept that in the edit as well. It seems like something they might like make her redo in past season, maybe because there's new like people working behind the scenes. They're making this a little more fun. Yeah, that's true. We can hope. Yeah. Signs of signs of life here. Um, so yeah, this was a date that they've done before, but again, it didn't occur to me until I saw Bachelor Data's post. Um, they get a red convertible, they're driving out to the Hollywood sign, and you know, it's charity driving, and then they make the all the guys come out and sort of like, uh, darn it, like she looks so they look so good together, kind of thing. Um, and then and then they get to sneak actually down to the Hollywood sign where most people cannot go. Overall, do you like this as a date or you just felt it was kind of like, been there, done that? Um, I wish we, I, you know, I, I'm fine with it because they did have like a fun dinner afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they were not appropriately dressed for like a, a hike, though. Right, 
right. I guess maybe because she had to kind of spring it on him and surprise him. Yeah. And like they were definitely dressed to be in like a cool car. Like that was definitely the outfit vibe. Um, mm. I would be nervous about my footwear, like walking on the side of a mountain that's usually closed off to the public for a good reason. Yeah, it did look very narrow as they're, you know, like it, it could give out at any moment. <laughs> so you'd slide behind one of the letters. Yeah, as a clumsy girly, I'm usually apprehensive about things like that. Mm-hmm, same. Um, one thing that stood out to me kind of as they were sitting there and chatting, it's just, I just kept, I know like this is the bachelorette, but the fact that they're already talking about like, oh, my parents are their anniversaries and maybe our kids will be, you know, one day talking about this. It just seems so accelerated to me. Like, this is the very first date of the season and they're already like at this level of like comfort speaking about things that you're like, I might want to like mention that the second date, but I don't even know that they get a second no. one-on-one anymore. Yeah, you're, yeah, that's true. I don't know. I also just feel like I, my brother and I have never talked about how long have our parents been married. <laughs> like it's never <laughs> been like a typical conversation point for us. Right. Right. I'm always like, wait, what's our anniversary? What, you know, what number is it? <laughs> See my brother. Yeah. My brother has to remember their anniversary because it's literally one day before his birthday. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's on him. To- yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. And then we talked about how he did the lucky coin reveal. Um. I would have thrown it out the mountain. Yeah, exactly. I've been like, you don't need luck. You have me. Bye. I was even speculating. Was it the producers that wanted him to do this? Or were they like, let's get this guy the one-on-one early on right away so he can stop doing this? Like, was he leaning into it too hard? God, I don't know, man. Either, Either way, I'm just annoyed. Yeah. And speaking of annoyed, they threw another Bachelor staple in here with a private concert. Thoughts? I mean, I just let it wash over me at this point. <laughs> I really felt like it was overkill for the state. Like, hey, you've done all these other things. I think just dinner would have been okay. Um, but it was Lauren Elena. Is this someone that you were familiar with? I am familiar with Lauren Elena because within recent years, I have become a super fan of Dancing with the Stars. Okay, and- I was going to say, I know she was on that. Her and Caitlin Bristow were on the same season. Right, right. Yep, that's how I knew her too. I didn't know her before that. I, I'm i trying to think, like, I feel like maybe she was on a show. Like, maybe she was on The Voice or something, but I don't think so. I think she just became, quote unquote, okay. famous on she her was own idol or something. Well, maybe. You know, it, we are have access to the internet. Let me look this up. <laughs> but I kind of knew her from that show, forgot about her probably after this. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't thought about her since she got eliminated. Right. Uh, you're right. She was American Idol. Okay. American yeah. Idol tends to, um, like, country artists seem to be the ones who come out of that show still and make a name for yeah. themselves. For sure. Um, yeah, and then uh, Aaron on this date talked a little bit about past relationships and going to therapy. And, you know, that made Charity's eyes light up. Like, this is a great, you know, green flag here. Um, But then kind of being, I don't know, he didn't necessarily say he was cheated on, but just that, like, his, whoever he was seeing was flirting with other guys or something like that. And maybe just, um, I don't know, looked down upon for being vulnerable, I feel like was what he was trying to say. Mm -hmm. So it seemed like they were able to connect on that. and. 
Charity was like glowing about the state, saying it was phenomenal and also made her feel like this process, this, you know, would be attainable, like what she wants to get out of it. So I don't know if it's like he just gave her hope or it's like hope, like she's like, this is like my guy kind of thing. Did you find they had good chemistry? I felt like it was a little bit serious. Yeah. Like that's not how really I felt. Bantery. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure if it was just me, but I'm okay. That is like how I felt. Yeah. Not necessarily a bad thing, but it'd be interesting to see like next week. I kind of wish we had another um one-on-one to kind of compare it to. We got yeah. individual time, but not a full one-on-one. Yeah, that's that's a good point. So the next um so it's two group dates this week. Um, and the group date card said the sun's out, buns out. And like you said, it was a throwback. Apparently it's the fourth dodgeball tournament that we've had um, on The Bachelor. I do remember, you know, the recent years, especially the clips we saw of Claire's season. Did it take you back? Amy, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. This was like a shock to me. I'm like, oh, they've done dodgeball before. (laughs) That's so funny. Like, I know that it is like vaguely there were sports happening and I couldn't, yeah. I didn't realize that like the Yosef thing, I forgot. Was that a dodgeball? It, yeah, it stemmed from naked dodgeball when he wasn't there. Yeah, that's what I had to be reminded of was that he wasn't even on the dodgeball date and he got mad. And then we saw kind of that happen later this episode with Brayden, like getting mad about some date that he wasn't on. Yeah. I don't love the objectification of men in like um, in the speedos and like, oh, they have to shave their bits and stuff. Like, I don't love that because uh-huh. like I would be like not thrilled if we like showed women having to shave their bits and like having to get in these right. tiny little bikinis. Um, I don't know. It's just like it's just not like humor to me to like have. Like men that in whole, tiny shorts. I'm happy. At the end. Yeah, like I'm happy if men want to wear speedos like out of choice. Like that's great. But I don't like. I don't know. It seemed like some of these guys were like, "This isn't really my style here." Yeah, and I think they had at least they had a warning with the clue. Like maybe some of them like did a little prepping beforehand, but then the segment made it seem like they were really thrown for a loop there. Um, yeah, maybe just give like some choices of like oh what team do you want to be on and maybe it's like two guys choose the speedo and they have to like compete against this like huge team and have some advantages or whatever but yeah give them an option give them an out if they don't want that just i would be so uncomfortable if i had to like be in a bikini in front of all these hot people on right. TV. I also thought it was like absurd and like against health and safety <laughs> for all of like the spectators to be like standing behind the field of play. They were like the fence. <laughs> like, like 15 people got bonked in the face. Can you imagine if that was like the one like where we're like, okay, we're gonna go to LA, we're gonna find our way onto like one of these dates, and we're just standing there and getting pelted. I mean, that was just in the and it seemed like it was freezing cold. Yeah. I guess you get airtime that way, but I would just yeah, not looks... be. I w- I would not be thrilling for the villain. That's for sure. No, no, I would need to, like some protective gear. Yeah, um, not the most. Yeah, not my favorite date. I did kind of enjoy 
getting more enjoyment out of Jesse, like showing up, you know, surprising them. They thought they were just like hanging out at the beach and, you know, that those little clips of guys being like, oh, I was worried it was going to be something else. And we're just like having fun. And then it's like Jesse walks in and he's all dressed in like suit coat and like gives them the actual reveal. Yeah, I really do enjoy Jesse as the host. I think he has like, I think he brings the right amount of like joy to it. And I think that's it's really helpful that Mm -hmm. he's been on the Food Network for so long because I think he's able to bring that. that, He's able to bring that like joy that you see in those shows to this show and kind of have it like a little bit lighter. But he's able to be serious when he needs to be. I do. I do like him. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's like he can sort of make fun of himself, but it's not like, I don't know. Yeah, it's like more playful. It's not like just like a, I don't know. I felt like Chris eventually, like he thought he was maybe being funny with like little bits and stuff on Paradise or things like that, but wouldn't bring like stuff into the, like just an individual greeting with the guys, I don't think. Mm Mm-hmm. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We see that there's, you know, it's one of these dates where whoever wins, whichever team wins, is going to um, have more time. The other team gets sent home. Have we seen this before where there's an MVP from another team? No, but I do. I mean, okay. So I feel like we have, but not officially. Like, I feel like it's been like, oh, like you come along too. But I do appreciate. Or sneak there later, you know, show up randomly. Yeah. But I do appreciate that she's like, okay, like one person from the other team to give them at least a little bit of hope to really like try. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. It seems like these team competition dates, it's always like three rounds. <laughs> it's a tie. And the third round, one team wins. It just seems like it always happens that way. Um, so there's a little bit of tension here. Um, so Adrian is the one who um, gets picked from the other team. And then that has Brayden getting very upset that it should have been like one of the wrestler guys <laughs> should have been Caleb. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be Caleb. Honestly, we saw so much screen time from him and I feel like we yeah. didn't see anything from Austin, but I wonder if the producers were like, Ooh, pick Austin. Like I know. He's gonna... Oh my God. <laughs> Did you have autocorrect? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe I was just thinking about geography. Mm. Um, uh, they knew Adrian had like something to say. <laughs> like they yeah. knew he was gonna cause some drama. So like mm, Adrian, pick him. He he was he was the MVP here. Yeah, or Caleb maybe being like a producer pick, but in the sense of like, oh, he's kind of a character. But maybe Charity's like, okay, I think I like could like Adrian. Like there's something yeah. there. So I you know I have yeah, to like yeah, she too. doesn't have to fake it with Caleb. We all know that's not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So this, when the guys were kind of all sitting around and having this conversation where Brayden's bringing up like, oh yeah, like I really thought it should have been Caleb. It took me back to last season with Christina Mandrell and when she was upset about not getting the group date rose, like, oh, like I think, and I think it was actually Charity she was speaking about or no, maybe Mm. Maybe it was Brianna, but it was like, oh, I didn't know who like I'm just surprised that's all you know something like that so it just took me like not the best move Brayden but yeah we'll see where that's gonna go but were you surprised that both those guys made it through like through the end of the episode not really no like because I, I I feel like I feel like you can't cut that the two dramatic people in episode two. Mm, right, right. Like, I feel like we've been seeing that a lot where I wonder if Charity is a little bit more malleable with what mm. the producers want her to do than maybe we've seen from the women in the last couple seasons. Um, yeah, and even Zach sees it's like he cut Christina so early. It was like, oh, yeah. somebody has a problem. So I'm going to eliminate one side of it. And I think um, Clayton did that too. And yeah, I think Michelle got rid of guys pretty early if there was any kind of, you know, consensus in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, Katie as well. So yeah, maybe, or just like, well, I don't have a clear picture. I like both of them right now. Like I f- trust both of them. So. Yeah. Um, did anybody else stand out to you from these? From this dodgeball date? Um, the uh not during the actual dodgeball, but mm-hmm. the hottie who got the rose in the group date, he stood out to me. <laughs> not not enough for me to remember his name, but uh was I it, like uh, him a lot. John. John. I really like John. <laughs> really yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're very cute together. <laughs> yeah, like they have that. They have that like cute chemistry, like the fun, like, the funness I'm looking for in like one of these relationships that I felt was missing from Aaron and Charity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree. Um, yeah, but it seemed like it was brushed over a little bit. Like, oh, it's like John, you get the group date rose, and it's just you know Adrian and Brayden stewing <laughs> that neither of them did. Um, oh, the other thing I um, that when Adrian was talking to her. 
and sort of saying like, oh, there's some guys treating this as spring break. And, but he wouldn't really name names. And then he said something like, well, I think you're smart. You'll figure it out. I didn't love that. I didn't love that. Like, sort of like, oh, I'm just gonna like, you'll figure it out. And it seemed a little condescending. Yeah, I also didn't love the sentiment because I just don't like mm-hmm. really feel like that's the case. Like, right. unless you have like, I, I mean, like, yeah, if you want to say that Braden's treating it like spring break, I guess you can. But he's just a bit of a goof. Like, I don't, I genuinely, maybe I'm naive, but like, I don't think Braden has like bad intentions being here. I think he's just a bit of a weirdo. Yeah, he seems really exuberant. Like, same as night one, where whenever he was talking about charity, it seemed like at least the first part of the episode, I started having like my doubts when he was getting so upset about the kissing date, but it didn't seem like he was, you know, we've seen like, I'm thinking way back to Bentley on Ashley's season where he would just be in ITM saying like, yeah, I'm not into her and stuff, you know, or Kate, was it, what was that guy's name on? Kaylon, Kaylin. Yeah. On Emily's season where it was like, oh, she's got baggage. We're not going to get any of those sound bites from him. Yeah, we're even like, I felt like we were kind of getting that like um, hidden camera um, mm. conversation. And I really thought there we were going to get like a moment where he was talking shit. But oh. it wasn't, I didn't like, I didn't pick up on anything that I felt was like, ooh, or anything. Wasn't like, I really like, did. In the hot tub being like, hey, grab me a drink while you're up. <laughs> I felt Something like, you didn't like say that. Anything. No. And it's, it felt like it was like setting it up to be like, here's the reason Braden's a bad dude. And it's like, yeah. he's just like a 24-year-old guy. Like, have you ever met an, like a 24-year-old guy who like knows what's happening around them? <laughs> right. Yeah. And especially in older seasons, they would show a lot of those scenes just back at the mansion in the hot tub, um, the guys having fun, not in a bad way. It was just sort of like, this is the mood at the house. And some of them chatting about like, I wonder who's going to get the date you know this week and then maybe sometimes it would escalate and I think we've seen that in recent seasons where you know um, the lead will show up and the guys are still just like playing football and sort of ignoring her and it's like oh wait who's here for me you're not pulling me aside so I thought maybe they would try to set something like that up but that didn't seem to happen you know later in the episode it was like nothing that stood out to me is um like spring break Right. And then wasn't it Michelle's season where somebody did say like, this is like spring break and they got sent home. So it almost seems like it was a, you know, repurpose like, oh, I'm going to use that. Or like, do you remember last season when somebody was like, "Mm, I'm all about them titties. Like they're not like, (laughs) oh, yeah. All oh, Hayden or something, right? Yeah, like, oh, Ugh. they are shittier than my ex-girlfriend. Like, we're not getting that. Like, yes. that's what I was expecting. Right. Yeah, we're not getting it. We're just getting some like doofus goofusing around, and that's fine. Like, yeah. people are allowed to be doofuses as long as yeah. it's like not negatively impacting other people. And sure, he could sure he's probably, you know what? I'll give it, I'll give it to Adrian. Dude is probably so annoying to like share a bunk bed with. But that's <laughs> not a sure. crime. Right. Even when it's not a crime, if it was, I would have been in jail for years now. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. So he's reaching. He's reaching. Here. Well, and like Adrian's 33, as he mm-hmm. has, he's pointed out. And he's he has a, a daughter. He is a daughter. And so he is so mature because he has a daughter. But there's and, a big yeah. age difference between 33 and 24, <laughs> like a huge age difference. 
definitely. Um, did it surprise you that his daughter was only one years old? Yeah. I thought that was I would like, like to hear more a little, of this story. A soon, like to maybe showing up because how long is the casting process? You know, like you'd have to like know, like, I guess, yeah, I guess you, they could split, you know, before, you know, the child's even born. Like we don't know the history. Yeah, or maybe what. they weren't like in a committed relationship. Yeah. Yeah. We're not so, your judge. Exactly. Yeah. I just want to, I'm just a nosy little bitch and I'd like to know <laughs> yeah, more. I know more. Sorry. It's like, you said something like, oh, like she's a great person. Just not. Yeah just kind of co-parents so great yeah. tell me more tell more. me more yeah um i think he had an intro package that was cut and they but i don't know enough but i do know that the bachelor bachelorette instagram was showing a few other intro packages that were cut if people are interested in that which is a nice like step i feel like they haven't done that like with deleted scenes before mm-hmm. so i think he was one all right, the next group date has Gabby and Rachel showing back up to host. I know we've seen this park before and kind of a similar type date. I want to say late in season. I could be wrong. But I feel like it's something where they've had past leads or someone show up, host it, um, and do some kind of activity in the park. Um, were you excited to see Gabby and Rachel back? I was excited to see Gabby and Rachel back and they completely wasted their existence. What do you think they should have done? Pardon? Like, how would you, like, if you were talking to the producers saying, like, here's where you went wrong, here's how you should have used them, what would you, what kind of date would you say? Well, I I think they were on the right track of, like, let's do, like, a fun, like, get on stage. They host, like, a, um, like, a newlywed game. Like, I think that's fun. Mm -hmm. But just, like, like, to get to the prize of, like, kissing Charity in public for many minutes, like, it was for what reason? Right. Because it was Sean Lowe's record. (laughs) Did you, okay, do you follow Leslie Murphy on Instagram? Um... I think so, but I haven't seen her recently. Because she had a really funny story where she was like watching it. Uh-huh. And so like, and that clip came up <laughs> with like her making it with Sean and she just pans to her husband and he's just like, that is a long kiss. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it made me laugh. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. The, well, it's all, it's so weird too, up. because, because she, she was like in that wedding, like she was in a Sean and Catherine's wedding, Sean and Catherine came to their wedding like it's so funny yeah that is weird it's like okay Catherine full-on married him but yet he has this record with somebody else yeah um I do that is one of the bachelor dates that will be like seared in my mind because it was just like it haunts me to this day right like they never cut away and it was a one-on-one and yeah they that was like an actual Guinness record there. They had like somebody yeah. with the certification there. I noticed yeah. the verbiage was a little different this time. It was like, oh, be- beat a Bachelor Nation record. Yeah. We, did, we didn't cover that, did we? That season? No. Like, <laughs> did, did we just talk about it? Like, is that the origin story of why we're like, we must podcast about maybe. this somehow? Probably, yeah. That was probably the Bachelor season before yeah. us, right? Yeah. Because then know, it was man. Desiree then oh yeah we didn't do but yeah i don't know wait we didn't want pablo yeah it was two before (laughs) yeah 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 so it didn't seem like something they had to revisit yeah i think they did something better again maybe it was clayton season but just where you could um 
I don't know, interact with the the contestants more, like interact mm-hmm. with like the the guys playing the game and kind of m- more make fun of their answers. Maybe again, they were like separated, like they couldn't go up to them. Um, but maybe a good opportunity for like, if either of them are going to show up in Bachelor in Paradise to sort of scope out some of the prospects early on. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I feel like there wasn't really any memorable answer in this. Um, they did it didn't make even out make any hands. sense. Like it just nothing. Oh my god, the making out with my their hands. Like I just. And then they had to like be really close to the microphone for some reason. Like I just, <laughs> I, I, I disassociated. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. And it didn't really seem like there was a good like maybe not a fair scoring system. It was just sort of charity could sort of judge after the fact. It wasn't like they had to match her answer or anything. She sort of could like see their answers and say, oh yeah, I'm going to go with that one. So it seemed a little rigged in terms of like who she wanted to get the one-on-one. So it was like a mini one-on-one. And that goes to Joey. Because they had to talk about... Yeah, yeah, I do like him. He did sort of... His answer was a little bit of a cop-out of like, what was your best kiss? And it was like, oh, and then I turn and it's, she's the bachelorette or something. You know, it was so obvious yeah. and not telling about, but it's smart because it isn't like, it didn't seem like all that compelling for a guy to be like, oh yeah, my college girlfriend, like that was the best kiss I ever had. It's like, yeah, okay, great dude. Like, <laughs> Also their, um, their record kiss was four minutes and 25 seconds. And the one before was um, three minutes and 22 seconds. And I love Charity's confessional is like, why didn't you tell us to stop? And like, you just hear the producer being like, no, 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 we did. You didn't mm-hmm. hear us. And then she was like, oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, that was cute. Again, we don't usually hear kind of a producer soundbite like that in an ITM. So that was cute. Um, yeah, I like Joey. One thing I forgot to mention last week that stood out to me kind of in a negative way about him. The first episode was they were sitting and she was getting to know him and it looked like she was like really looking at him and maybe leaning in for a kiss and he was just staring off into the distance not that I judge because I would probably do the same (laughs) I would not I would not be engaging in any eye contact with any of these people yeah I would be like okay like um I don't want to kiss night I mean I probably yeah it's probably smart idea to kiss night one but I would not be in the place to do that um but it seemed like either he was aware of it or maybe even a producer was like, yeah, like I noticed you weren't really looking at her. Cause like yeah. this date, he was like, yeah, did you see, I was just looking right at you. Oh, I'm glad you noticed that. And then definitely like made strong eye contact throughout Rachel commented on it. And do you remember on her season when she got so mad that none of the guys made eye contact with her <laughs> when they were like watching like a, some kind of wrestling match or something? Oh my God. <laughs> like so extreme. So I'm like, yeah, um, she'd clue in on that. Did you watch Love is Blind this season? Yes. And then when Zach was like, yeah, Irina said that my eye contact was creepy. And I was like, it is. Like, I don't <laughs> yeah. want to be looked at like that. I would not be engaging in that eye contact. And Bliss right. was like, oh, I like it. I'm like, you two be together forever. Because yes. Hold I, on to her. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't want that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, you could feel for Irina, Irina in this moment, even though you knew that yeah. she was being terrible. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> I get intense. it. <laughs> oh, relatable villain. <laughs> um, 
And then on the, this little mini one-on-one, we get that story um, about his family and his parents' divorce and his dad coming out. Um, did did we get that on the premiere or am I just remembering it from like the social media that I saw? Before? I don't know. I like, I have that story like in me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. It must have been, we must, oh, I think we read it in the bio, maybe. Yeah, I think I mentioned it on our draft, but yeah, I don't know that, like, you definitely didn't tell it to her. Yeah. Um, but I think his, yeah, I think it just focused on him being like a tennis, like, tennis teacher when we saw his little video package before. So, yeah, what did you think of their conversation there? I, I appreciate, um, hearing more like diversity of families and Mm -hmm. that very much includes like lgbtq plus like parentage and anything like that like i like hearing those stories i like hearing anything different other than like my parents have been married for 45 years like yeah because we've talked about that a lot where okay just because parents have been married a set amount of time and it's a long time doesn't mean that this person is like automatically doesn't mean that their parents one had a happy marriage or two that like their child like automatically has these skills you know to like replicate that and mm-hmm. doesn't mean that somebody that went through a different sort of upbringing different parent relationship or having one parent doesn't mean that they don't have that you know so yeah this can show that like I'm super close to both my parents and you know it, they still like parented me you know they still get along great great relationship yeah and then like a guy with like a gay parent like leads me to believe that he is more likely accepting Mm -hmm. um and then therefore that more aligns with the values that i would be looking for in a partner um Mm -hmm. you know so that was like a a good that's like a green flag for me personally yeah and it actually one um past contestant that he joey reminds me of is jason and that was a story on jason's season i don't know that it was revealed until um hometowns but that his brother they met his brother and his brother's Mm. husband so i did um make that parallel there too um yeah i like that when anyone's open about speaking about that and the show showing it um so all good things there joey obviously gets the rose but yeah, both these group dates, if you were on the other side of it and you weren't the winner, didn't get a lot out of this episode for you. Sorry no, and that. like I understand why they do this because like when there's so many guys to give screen time to, it's like we can't give screen time to any of them. So like let's hone in on it. But then mm-hmm. it's also like we are not getting to know any of these guys. And so it's like at the at the rose ceremony when we were mm-hmm when they are panning to Brayden or four guys who I did not see on tonight's or on Monday's episode, Mm, there was no suspense. Right. Yeah. No stakes. We don't, aren't really rooting for any sort of creates like instant front runners. Like, Oh, obviously Aaron and Joey are going far because we don't know anybody else, but that's not necessarily the case. It's just that from this first episode, we don't get a lot of other moments. Like even John who got the group day rose, it's like, I don't remember what they talked about. I don't remember what we saw. Um, 
I did love, um, I think it was Sean, where they showed a little moment of the guys back at the house and he says, Joey, you kissed her for longer than I've spoken to her and that they're all laughing. <laughs> so again, I feel like a little nugget of something that we might not get normally in a past season. That's sort of a criticism of the show. But the way it was presented, it's just like, that's what the guys would be like laughing about. And, you know, it's just more real. So I like that. Yeah. And then we also had some drama with the guys oh, yeah. coming back from this date saying like, oh, yeah, there was a kissing date and like the purpose was just to kiss charity. And Braden got really upset by this. And he he had some um, he had an interesting perspective on, on the situation. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. An interesting perspective. So at first he was mad that like the guys just stood there and watched. Right. Like I. Like that, he was mad at their own reaction to it. What are you gonna do? Like, be like, no, stop kissing and like rip them apart. Then you look like a crazy person. Yeah, can you imagine if the guys just all turned their back or something? Yeah, <laughs> Walked like, away, stormed off. And then I was reminded that, you know, when it was Sean and um, Leslie's date, it was a one on one. So they didn't really have, to, we don't have that to compare it to of what someone would do. But yeah, it was an interesting choice that they made them do that. But yeah, what are you supposed to do? Um, there's other times where there's those kind of dates, like the photo shoot dates, not like they're kissing for four minutes straight, but you still kind of have to watch it. Um, and then just like, then he was upset that, that she just kissed someone else in general or what? Like I, I couldn't follow like, the rest dude, of it. You are not the main character of this. Like, <laughs> and like, okay. Like I am willing to be like, you know what? Even though Charity's the bachelorette, all of these men get a choice in the relationship. But they also have to understand that it is week two and they are not the one leading the show. Right. Yeah. There's been no season where it's like the lead has just kissed one person. Yeah. I don't even that think that would be the, the most season. boring show. Yeah. I don't even think Claire's season that was yeah. the case. Yeah. Good point. So, yeah. Yeah. So that carries over to the barbecue party and Adrian and Brayden are kind of carrying on with, you know, like, talking to her and having sort of different stories so Brayden brings it up to her about what he's upset about but was able to sort of explain it in a way that Charity accepted and understood like oh like thank you for coming to me about it I don't know how he managed that because it seems like very petty and you know but he was able to word it in a way that you know she was just sort of like oh yeah I can see where you're coming from well, but, even his tone was very much like, yeah, like, it's cool. Like, I just wanted to, like, talk about this. For the confessionalist, he's like, I will leave if I yeah. hear what I want to hear. He said his bags were packed. <laughs> that was just such an extreme reaction. Yeah, and he was just like, yeah, hey, girl, I just wanted to chat about this one little thing, like, NBD. But, like, just, it was a little weird because I like you so much. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, so... Do you tend to believe Adrian's story of that at another point he was like telling Adrian and some other guys like that was totally classless? I don't think we heard that come out of his mouth, but I mean, he had that extreme reaction when they all came back. I uh, I think he probably I don't I don't know if he said classless. I think maybe he was feeling a little more extreme than he was leading charity to believe. And mm-hmm. I think maybe Adrian like interpreted it harsher mm-hmm. or like I you know I, I like I don't doubt that Brayden was kind of like s talking and it yeah. was coming off as not great but I think that the truth lies somewhere 
in the middle. Like I do very much think Brayden, even just between like the confessionals and his, his uh, conversation with charity, we could see like the difference. Like I do think he was making it lighter for charity than he actually felt. Right. Right. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. When she heard the word classless, I was kind of surprised that she didn't, you know, we've seen this, these previews, like, oh, I can take the rose away or I can do this. Not that he had a rose, but I was just like, oh, maybe this is a moment that he's going to get kicked out or something. Mm-hmm. Like it would be a 180 from the week before, but um, no, it didn't play out that way. She still like kind of had her, like, okay, like I trust, I still have these feelings for him. I still trust Adrian. So we see it play out in the rose ceremony that they're like the last two called. Um, we also saw some mini dates during this barbecue um, party so I kind of ended up liking the barbecue party because it was more I like a second night one yeah. yeah I liked it a lot I, I like this format it didn't feel as like we need to play like beer pong in the pool right, because right. it's a pool party yeah there was a cute moment with Dotton um, showing her like what he carries with him all the time um, in his wallet a card from like an ID card from when he first arrived when he was a child um, and like he tells her how like his full name and it just seemed like really like nice bonding moment for them um and she called him i think husband material so even for like a small moment that they were able to do that um and connect there and then i think it was sean again um doing putt-putt golf Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah that seemed like that some guys were able to get extra time that way and then it's rose ceremony. So traditional ending to the uh, show. We like that. Um, coming into it, we have Joey and John and Aaron with their roses. And then she calls Dotton, Tanner, Caleb B., uh, Warwick, Michael, Sean, Xavier, Aaron S., James, Adrian, and Brayden. So I believe it was. Josh, Caleb, John Henry, another Caleb, <laughs> and Spencer. So lost two of the Caleb's. Um, I'm trying to see on our draft who is the Haley. You you have the the winning Caleb. I, I have the sole Caleb. Wow, that's yes. pretty shocking because I have so few other people. Right. Well, I'm glad that we don't have to remember different Caleb uh, initials because I could never tell who was who in that sense. So. Yeah, um, Spencer, it was like he had a lot of airtime night one. I think just some awkwardness. He was the listener's pick and yeah, it didn't last too long. We didn't see any, you know, kind of carry over here. I thought we were going to get more of him. Like, I feel like we saw him crying in the confessional or like crying in the preview and we didn't get to see that. Ooh, yeah, I didn't put that together. You know what I mean? Like, I felt like we had some walking and crying and we didn't get that. Right, right. Yeah, and then, as we mentioned, the Manscaped scene, we get some previews for um, coming up next week. Did anything stand out to you there? It looks like this is where she's going to grab somebody's rose, take it back. Yeah, that part did stand out to me. We'll see how that plays out. Will it be Brayden, or is this just a misdirect? Oh, I'll I'll let you know when we answer George's questions. Oh, okay. Yeah, because we see it looks like Brayden gets a one-on-one. Um, look like a baseball date. So. Oh my God! This is okay. Let's let's compare the two dates. So the um, <laughs> kissing date, where I would have to kiss somebody I just met in public for four minutes, or uh-huh. 
privately going to a baseball stadium. Like we're right. going from nightmare date to absolute dream, dream, dream date. Right, right. Yeah. One of these days we have to do that like ultimate date ranking. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. So moving into questions. Um, this is from George. Hello, Amy, Haley, and Ethan. For some comments, is Lauren Elena the most famous singer to ever appear on the franchise to perform a private song on a one-on-one date? Not a chance. The cranberries, babe. That's where my mind went as well. I mean, maybe it's maybe some like generational, you know, Gen Z would say different, but um but you yeah. do you think Lauren they're gonna choose Lauren Elena as more famous than the cranberries? They're gonna be like who to either one of those. But they'll right. have heard the song zombie. Right, right. For sure. Um Charity said she liked the quote unquote effort the guys showed on the dodgeball group date or dodgeball group date. How impressed would you be to have a bunch of guys playing a game of dodgeball to show their love for you? I do genuinely think I would get bored and like pick up my phone and scroll through TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> be like, a producer, can I get my phone, please? Like I'm bored here. Right. Yeah. Not not that exciting. If Haley and Ethan were attempting to break the record for longest kiss show on TV, would they make it past one second? Like it haunts me to think of it. Yeah. We could do the record for like longest hearty handshake, but that's about it. That's as far <laughs> as I could go. Right. Um, and then George says now for the draft and bonus points. Um so we did bonus points like off off air right so yes because george has a life and we respect mm-hmm. that deeply yes so i think there are questions like whose team will get you know the one-on-one Here, wait do you want do me to have them yeah I think so. give me one hold please um wow which team will be the what will the one-on-one date come from Amy, Haley, or Ethan, how many men will charity kiss? Zero, one to two, three to four, or five or more. Will the group date activity be a physical contact sport? Yes or no. Will we see a hot tub at any point on this episode? Yes, one-on-one oh, date. I really yes, on group date. Yes, at some other point or no. How many pet how many how many men will go home to be continued? One, two, three, four or more. Yeah. So good questions from George, but we didn't get it right. Um, no one thought the group date would be a physical activity or that a hot tub would be shown in a setting that wasn't a date. Yeah, I didn't think through like, oh, the hot tub at the mansion. <laughs> oh, is that what? Damn. Damn, yeah. George, you got us again. You t- yep. you tricked us. And then when I knew I answered that she'd kiss five or more men, but as I was watching the episode, I was like, oh, I got that wrong. But apparently she did. It didn't seem like it. It didn't seem like there were a lot of kisses spread around this, this past episode. but. Um, he says, Ethan missed all the bonus points. Haley got correct the group date coming from Ethan's team, the group date rose. Um, Amy was correct on charity kissing five or more men and four or more going home. No one thought the group date. Yeah, I already mentioned that. All right. Bonus questions for week three. Um, which team will get a one-on-one date week three? So Ethan has Aaron B. Well, let's see. Caleb A. He's gone, right? Aaron yeah, S. I think I have a Caleb. I think I actually have a Caleb left, right? Because I have wrestling Caleb, or did wrestling Caleb go home? No, wrestling Caleb is still there, but I think okay, I think I have Caleb wrestling Caleb. 
I think Caleb, I think this was the doctor, Caleb, and I don't think he's there. So anyway, there are too many Caleb's there are too many. Um, but again, at the end of the episode, it's, it is hard to see who got eliminated. They don't really yeah. like give each of them a send off. Well, and they don't like color out the people who went home anymore. Like, remember, they used to do. Oh, that? yeah. Yeah. So I would say. I probably would go with Ethan just based on the numbers. <laughs> I'm going, um, I'm going with me. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, I Brayden. Think, yeah, I think we saw Brayden at, at Petco. Oh yeah, true. So I'm going, sorry if this is cheating, but I am going No, me. no, go with what you have. I'll stick with my answer. Maybe there'll be two one-on-ones. Yeah. Um, I'll say Ethan. Um, two, the preview hinted at a singing competition. Brayden was showing off a rose and Charity talked about taking a rose back from someone. Did Brayden win the group date competition? I'm going to say no, because I think he got the one-on-one date. Like, I yeah. think he got the one-on-one rose. <laughs> yeah, we, oh, and we did see, like, the wrestler guy, like, belting yeah. out something for her. Um, yeah, I'm going to say no on that one as well. Um, three, is it Brayden's rose she is referring to taking back? Yes. Yeah, I'm going to say yes, too. And will she take a rose back? no okay i'll say yes um five what will be the status of adrian brayden at the end of the episode both still there adrian is gone brayden is gone both are gone i think both are still gonna be there okay i'm gonna go both are gone <gasps> wow i can't wait just to send this to ethan and get his like, he can be the tiebreaker yeah um justin feinberg what is the happy medium for contestants between Brayden, who has clearly never watched an episode of the show in his life, and Aaron S., who is out here making Yosef jokes in the year 2023. <laughs> we forgot that part. Aaron S. Like, actually said that on the date. Like, okay, so I, I, I have a lot of, I had a lot of trains of thoughts about this. So one of them is they only showed the Yosef clips because Aaron said that. My other oh. thought is they made Aaron say that because they knew they wanted to show the Yosef clips. Yeah. And I don't know which is which. There usually is always a guy in the season that like secretly or not so secretly has watched all the episodes. And especially if they watch them like maybe re- really recently coming into the season. Um Although like if a guy was just cramming, you think they would just watch maybe the most recent season. I feel like Claire's yeah. would be a season you'd skip. So that's like a super fan. <sighs> I'm kind of going with that. He was just like a fan. Yeah. He's been maybe, maybe he's been in the running a while too. Maybe he was supposed to be on Claire's season. Maybe. Seems like maybe more in that age range. One of the older ones, like he could have been in the running. Um, what do you think? I like, I, I cannot pick. I keep going back and forth yeah so where would you rather like whether it's if you were charity would you rather have somebody who's never watched it or somebody who's the super fan okay like am i me going on this show mm. because like i want yeah. them to have watched a lot so i can talk about it with them <laughs> like what else what else am i going to talk to these jabronis about besides right and like my favorite hobby like nothing i want them to have seen it so we can talk about it yeah i think it's important that they see charity season from before like just kind of know sort of like what she's like not that they study up and try to like cater to it so much if it's not 
their style. And um, I would also like watch a season of The Bachelorette. So I understood how like that game works because it's a different game than The Bachelor, right? Like it, it just is. Yeah. Yeah. Now that I think about it, probably Rachel and Gabby season wouldn't be the best one in terms of prep because it was just different dynamic to yeah it was more about like oh who are we gonna choose so and maybe watching clarentatious season um but yeah i'd probably go back and watch like i don't know something a little more traditional like hannah brown season or something like yeah um justin feinberg what was the wilder fashion decision Braden's scarf or jesse palmer's sports jacket on a beach that both stood out to me yeah, I, I mean, I would love to make fun of the sport jacket on a beach, except like his jeans that he paired it with, like definitely cost more than one of my mortgage payments. Um, but also, I guess it was really cold. It looked really chilly. And yeah. I, side note, I really thought Charity looked so cute on that date. Like her, that color of blue looks fabulous on her. I want to see like a full length ball gown in cobalt or not cobalt. What is that? Mm. What kind of, that's cornflower blue, I do believe. Uh, I want to see a full-length ball gown in that color. Um, yeah. The scarves is just like it's it's un they're unhinged. Like nobody <laughs> has worn those scarves in nine years. I can this promise. This was that. Andy Dorfman season. Yeah, yeah, they like exactly. Um, so I definitely have to go with because at least like Jesse's like the jacket made sense because he was being like a sports broadcaster, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah. All right, here's an interesting one. Kimberly Burquist. So am I crazy or does Brayden look like beast mode cowboy a little bit from Big Brother? Okay. Kimberly, Survivor, I guess. Yeah, that's true. I when I first read this question, I thought, heck no. <laughs> now I'm thinking about it and I do think they have like the same kind of hair, etc. I don't mm. think they look very much alike. I think they give off the same vibe though. Yeah, I think it's like the personality coming yeah. in that maybe even the voice a little bit. I'm not sure. I have to think about this. But now yeah. that's gonna be in my head the next episode. And then we can like yeah, I don't I don't think I think they're both just like brunette men. But I do think their vibes are very similar. Yeah, for sure. Watch Braden come in a cowboy hat next episode. Amy, don't put that into the universe. <laughs> it's going to be something different. Um, yeah, that's it for questions. Um, oh, I don't think I actually recapped the draft points. Um, I do want George, just double check if Ethan says he lost none in week two has six left but i feel like that caleb so go check on that one yeah i feel like um, i have the caleb who said but yeah um he lost two but george is on vacation this week i understand okay. why he was like distracted he was like yeah, oh, yeah i went to the beach today like i did this on the way home like, live I don't, your life do not blame you yeah 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 i would so. i would pick the beach over tallying up bachelor points too why do you think we have never once tallied a bachelor point <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's just, we're just not, like, mathematical that way. <laughs> or anyway. And anyway. Um, we didn't get them last week, but do you have takes from Doug this week? Oh, yeah, I do. Thanks for reminding me. Because I, like, bullied him um, that I was, I hadn't heard, I hadn't heard from him. Um, he said, would you rather make out in public with Ethan for more than three minutes or have him wear dangling earrings forever? You know what? I like the daring dangly earrings. I would 100% pick that. Like, no contest. You could share. 
I don't have I don't wear earrings. Oh, you don't either? I don't well, I just have like my upper ear pierced, but like I've been wearing the same earrings in those since I got them pierced. Okay. So you'd let it be his thing. Yeah, he would look so cute with those. I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch <laughs> it to him. I bet he'd go for it, like sneaky sneaky. I bet he would. Nice. Um would you be more concerned by someone recognizing your date location from Grand Theft Auto or that your date <laughs> genuinely knew who Lauren Elena was? Okay. That I felt like Aaron exuded like no humor except uh, the Grand Theft Auto thing. That was very funny. She yeah. was like, Do you know where do you know where you are? He's like, Yeah, I played this on Grand Theft Auto a million times. Like that, I genuinely laughed out loud at. Right. <laughs> yeah, that was good. I even asked Ethan, I was like, Do you recognize this woman? <laughs> when Lauren Elena came up and he's like, I've never seen her before. Okay. And I was like, that's not true. We watched that entire season of Dancing with the Stars together. And he's like, I block out every country singer. And every country singer across any show, platform, anything. He just like disassociates during. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, all my chips are down on a hometown for Joey. It would be in Hawaii and we, we'd get to meet his family who sound great. I love that take. That's a great Please. one. Yes. Imagine like Hawaii is the hometown. It's just it's just a gimme. Although I don't know that his parents live there, so oh, that's true. Maybe they just have to like come out. Yeah, come out to there, right? Um, I watched a bunch of Unreal in the off season, which makes me think Ooh. everyone involved with this franchise, except Jared, is terrible. On that note, <laughs> all the mention of Spring Break reminds me of how much more I like Paradise than the main show uh yeah well they will show up there most of them what year did unreal camp come out i think that was very early on when we were because we covered the podcast we covered the first episode of the first season right yeah i think we did were we like contracted to do that or did we do that of the goodness of our heart yeah i don't know if that was like an off-season thing or we both were watching it or we both wanted to check it out or yeah there's a time where people were really asking about it and then it kind of got forgotten. That's true. I feel like the first season was a real hit and they tried to come back with the second. They just oh, couldn't capture just, the magic. Yeah, it's too much. <laughs> um, Brayden is the worst, but do you think he's just there to audition to be the next Jack Sparrow? Mm. I like him. <laughs> I don't like I don't think I want to be around him, but I'm enjoying him right now. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's it from Doug. Okay. Well, Haley, anything else you'd like to say about this episode or plug? I don't think I have anything more about this episode to plug. Um, gosh, no, things are quiet over on the Western Front, which is fine by me. Um, uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at a strong underscore. Um, you can check out my bookstagram account at the Strong Library. And you can follow me on Twitter at RGP Recapper. Until next time, thanks for joining us. Bye. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.